Welcome to Fadeaways and Fundamentals. I am your host, Andre Pirano. Each week we bring you an inspiring person or a message to unlock your inner grit. Once again, thank you and stay tuned. Hey guys, I'm so excited for the interview I did this week with Ryan Rizuki. Why? Because we talked the word communication. I think this word is so important, whether it's on the basketball court or just in life. We teach you how to use the word communication on and off the court. We talk how to bring it out of yourself to be a better communicator or how to bring it out of the players you are coaching. We also talk about the negatives and the positive of communications. So stay tuned, hope you guys love the show, thanks. So Ryan, I'm here with you today and I've been wanting to do this podcast with you for a while now, and I definitely want to talk about communication and how important communication is. There was a quote that I looked up and it says, communication or effective communication is an important life skill that enables us to better understand and connect with the people around us. And I think that is huge. I think that is huge with basketball. I think that is big on and off the court with your team and your coaches, uh, your trainers. Can you elaborate on anything like that? It's huge. Um, Absolutely. Communication is not just a basketball skill, but obviously a life skill and something that we have to transfer from both and use it in all aspects of our life, no matter what we do. And it's, it's important to get our message across and to be able to hear and understand people openly. But communication obviously works both ways. So as much as you have to learn how to talk and communicate with people and make sure that you get your message across, you also have to be willing to listen and learn as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love that. Now, you being a highly skilled coach, I'm obviously a AAU coach. I've I've played the game. You've played the game. Talk about how big it is. Like, obviously, you have to talk on screens, inbounds plays, transition defense, you know, what, what do you think? I mean, how, how, how effective is that? How do you, how do you teach that oh. if, if yeah, as a skill trainer? So I have multiple different avenues for teaching it in different drills and stuff. Um, I found that the three ways that you talk the most are you inform people, which can be, hey, screen right, screen left, use me, um, just informational things, pick up mine. You can encourage people, let them know, hey, that was a good shot, that was a nice pass. Um, or you can discourage people, let them know, hey, don't force it, let's get a better shot next time. Um, kind of stuff like that. So when you use those three effective communication skills and you're telling people that, hey, there's a screen right or look to, you know, look left, I'm open, different things where you can inform people or can encourage them so they continue to do the good things that they're doing um, or discourage the bad habits that they have, it can kind of transform your team and how the players play and the decisions that they make into a uh, into better decision-making, obviously. Oh, absolutely. I, I think that's huge. Definitely. I'm a huge guy, even when with my AAU kids. They're running down court. They're sprinting on defense, transition D, and I'm constantly talking to them myself. I'm, I'm actually telling all of them to be leaders out there, communicate uh, who's got ball. And when I say that, I usually got one kid saying, I got ball, I got ball, I got back, I got back. You know, I'm trying to get them 
to do that without me saying that. There's a quote for it, but the best teams in the world are the ones where the coaches don't really have to say too much. And, Absolutely. And the players are the ones who, who already know and are talking amongst themselves. One of the drills that I've been able to take and, and use, actually, is, is um, over throughout my, all my skill workouts and stuff, is if I had only one player on the entire court who's allowed to talk. And you just make everyone else shut up and they can't talk. And this one kid is now isolated and has to communicate for everyone else on the court. Typically, we'll play like threes or fours, nothing higher than that, maybe twos. But one kid is isolated. He's got to talk the entire time, make sure that he's informing everyone, seeing the entire floor. And then we'll rotate, obviously, and, and make different kids do it. And, and sometimes it's extremely hard for some people who don't like to talk. But you force it upon them and make them do it. Oh, that's got to be huge. I mean, you're talking, you're the one talking, I got ball on defense, watch out for the screen coming left, um, great rebound, yeah. um, not a great shot, take the ball to the hoop, yeah. take him, ice him one-on-one. -on -one. So, yeah, so now that one kid's just got to communicate for everyone and let them know, hey, that was a good board, good, kick it out, swing, pass, I got you, screen, use me, hedge, you know, whatever's coming, they let them know, and, and now that one kid has is, is got to start to realize... Like, oh, shoot, I know all this stuff. I can see it on the floor. And when they don't communicate something, you know, if they have maybe like five seconds of dead silence, because there's something always going on, turnover or automatic point for the other team or something just to stress how important it is to communicate on the floor. This is huge. How, and how, how long do they go for in this game? Is it one minute, two minutes? How long do you have the one kid talk? So, so typically until he learns how to talk. And sometimes it might take the entire practice for someone who doesn't like to talk. Um, unfortunately, I had a kid break down and nearly cry one time just because he couldn't. He didn't know how to talk, and, and he, either he was shy or he didn't. He didn't have enough information to tell people, or he might not have known the game well enough. I thought he did, but then sometimes some kids really want to, and they want to have that role and talk for everyone. So eventually, you know, if if you see it to the point where a kid really can't handle it, yes, you can switch it. Or once someone finally picks up that skill, and then eventually you can make it one kid on each team talks, or you know, two people per team talk, or whatever it is, oh, yeah. and then you can change it. But you really want to isolate the people who don't talk, or you want to see the people who do know how to talk at a higher level than they already do. In fact, after one of these sessions that I had where we were just focusing on communication and, and IQ, one of the kids went to um, his first practice as a freshman. He went to tryouts, and automatically the coach said, you're the best leader on the floor I've ever seen. Like, it, it's phenomenal. So it's a huge impact. Oh, big time, yeah. Oh, I think it's great. I think it's great. You said that you go from only one player talking to two to three to four. Now do you ever do it to where, okay, now we're going to go five on five live. Let's all try to communicate. And, you know, obviously you're stopping practice or you're stopping your drills at any moment in time where you're noticing, you know, there's five players on defense and not all five of them are talking. Mm -hmm. So you're going, hey, let's pick it up. Let's. Yeah. Sometimes I do five on five. It's actually the most, it's the most least it's the least numbers I use when okay. we, you know when we play typically I love to do threes I love fours that max even twos because it forces players to have more accountability so you get more touches on the floor you get more opportunities you get more reps you can kind of see who's talking all the time whether there's five you can might get lost in the crowd so I like smaller games for a lot of different reasons but sometimes we'll play fives and I'll do the same thing if people don't talk automatic point automatic turnover whatever it is, and, and that's really what I care about more than, than scoring at the point because that's the skill that they need to work on. Yeah, I, I think it's definitely a skill. Um, you know, definitely on the college level, you see communication all over the floor with all five guys, and I'm sure that every college coach, whether you're from a big D1 to a small D3, they probably drill that in their heads that everybody's got to communicate. And not only that, but it comes with growing up you know they're older they're more experienced they're more seasoned mm -hmm. so i know i understand that obviously kids from being 
10 years old all the way up into their high school 17 it's a that's just a rough skill to learn but you have to learn it in order to be effective in basketball i mean point blank i don't have the numbers off my head but there are teams that are more effective they win more games by communicating versus the teams with lack of communication Mm -hmm. so a lot of times people struggle with that and obviously colleges or, or professionals or whatever, they, they're more focused on the information part of it. And hey, there's a screen coming right. Hey, I'm in the middle. Hey, I got your help side. I'm too, you know, re- uh, what do they call it? Top eye, bottom eye, different things that uh, different coaches use um, to understand spacing on the floor and hey, switch it or don't, I'm through, get over. And that's a lot of information. And so some kids struggle with that because they don't either know enough or they're just too nervous to talk. So that's why I kind of said, all right, like, let's use encouraging and discouraging as an avenue for you to learn how. So if a kid gets a rebound, he's on your team, just give him a high five, say, hey, good rebound. Because yeah. you want him to keep doing that. And that at least gives you something to say on the floor. Right. Or if someone takes a bad shot or forces a bad pass, hey, don't force that. Or I got you, we'll make the next one or whatever it is. Yeah. And, or and keep you wanna, shooting. Keep shooting. Exactly. Shoot, shoot out one. of your shooting slump because you're shooting. shooting. Yeah, whatever it is or, or however you got to encourage or discourage. There's always a way to talk on the floor. And another thing that I stress is how if you're the best player on the floor, obviously you got to talk the most. But you can help other players be better and make reads that they couldn't see for themselves. For instance, hey, roll, 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 or pop, or space out to the corner, or whatever it is, however you talk to people, they might be able to get to the spots that you need them to be at so they can make wide-open shots. Wow, that's great. I love that. It's also on defense as well. Oh, yeah. You know, there's there's some kids that, you know, they're not as strong on D, but if you're telling them, hey, watch behind you, watch behind you, watch the cutter, watch the cutter, yep. stuff like that, that helps them succeed better on the defensive end. Yep. One of my favorite is, hey, get up, help him. I got your back. I got your help. So that I'm helping the helper, but they didn't know to help. You know what I mean? So, right. So they got to get up and they got to help one pass away or two passes away, whatever defensive principles you teach, but just let them know, hey, I got your back. You can help. I'm not worried about my guy. You know, either the point guard doesn't look up the floor or he's not a shooter or forever, for whatever reason. He's not going to get the ball. So you, you let him know that I got, I got your back. Now, is this something that you try to emphasize at most of your skills? All the time, um, it's huge. But it's one of those skills that if you don't focus on it all the time, it'll go away. And, and a lot of kids will just end up not talking at some point because it's that habit that is so hard to keep and make it second nature for some people. Either one, they're shy or they don't care enough or they don't know enough or, you know, there's multiple different reasons why people don't talk, but... Um, or they're tired, could be, but, you know, sometimes you, you just got to continue to reinforce it and reinforce it and reinforce it until you start to see it happen second nature. Right. So you just, you beat it through them every mm-hmm. day. Talk, yeah. talk, talk. There's no reason not to. Right. Now, also, I know that uh, another huge thing with communication, not only on the floor, but off the floor, definitely got to talk to your mm-hmm. players, mm-hmm. Uh, whether you're just the coach and you're a skills coach or a coach for actual organization as your team i think it is very huge that you know you connect with them on another level other than basketball you know finding out how their home life is how they're doing in school is is everything okay you know if they're if there are any ups and downs with a girlfriend or a boyfriend or not whatever it may be yeah whatever Mm -hmm. i I love that you brought that up because that's we do our job and we love to coach and teach basketball but it's really about the kids and the players that we work with and and making sure that everything is good with them, and we're giving them a place, that, like a safe place where they can come, learn, and enjoy. Um, obviously, be with their friends, be in a good environment, good atmosphere, and continue to grow as a person. And that comes with understanding, hey, how's your school life going? Hey, how's your home life going? And then even aside from that, there's certain topics or things that you might want to discuss from parent to coach or coach to player, or player wants to say, hey, you know, I want some more playing time, or whatever, there's certain taboos maybe uh, 
or things. Um, hey, I think maybe we should look at this or, or uh, just communication is really going to help. And, and right. like I said, it was a two way thing. So people need to be open to understanding and not just shut off things. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I've, I've had players come up to me and th- these kids are 10 and 11 years mm-hmm. old and they're asking me, hey, coach, I noticed that you're running these inbounds plays and it's for certain players to shoot on a wide open three mm-hmm. or, um, you know, catch it at the elbow and shoot a nice mid range shot. Can I learn that? Yeah. And, you know, maybe I don't think they're as a strong enough shooter, but I accept that and say, okay, sure. Or I let them know where I come from. Yeah. Hey, you're better at taking someone one-on-one. So therefore, you if you want to do that, work on your rep set, you yeah. know, after yeah. practice. Oh, yeah. Show me that you're ready to mm-hmm. take on that. That's but that's a huge, that's a yeah. huge, that's a huge step for some kid at 10 years old, 11 years old to come up to me and ask me. I want to be that guy. Yeah. Perfect. That's I awesome. love the communication, dude. High five. Let's go get it. Yeah. You got to appreciate that because a lot of kids wouldn't just say that. No. Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. And I also like kids that also I've had kids come up to me and say, hey, so-and-so looks like they're down. Something might be up. I don't know, coach. Okay. Yeah. But at least they recognize that something was wrong mm-hmm. with a friend or a teammate Pulled me aside, asked me, so then maybe I overlooked that, so now I can go to little Johnny or whoever and say, hey, is everything okay? Yeah. No, bottom line is about just making them great young adults and, and obviously growing into into maturing and being able to talk, whether it's the workplace or, or just relationships that they have and understanding how to. But it translates really well on the basketball floor. It can help you win games. Absolutely. It's all about winning games. <laughs> well, that's all I got. And that's all for today. All right, guys, stay tuned. Thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, uh.